Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm the most homoerotic blockbuster since Top Gun. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. This is Sparta! Spartans, ready your breakfast and eat hearty. For tonight, we dine in hell. There is much our cultures could share. Haven't you noticed? We've been sharing our culture with you all morning. <laughs> you get a fucking name song, hey? Spartans, what is your profession? Boy lovers. What is your profession? Come glory! Cool our tongues. Tonight, we died in the boy lovers. Prepare for glory! This is Sparta! Alright. This will be an interesting discussion about reason and justice. When we talk about the movie <clears throat> 300. Um, not the sequel from 2014, 300 Rise of an Empire, whatever the hell that was about. Didn't see that one. But I don't think there's many people who have not seen 300, the film, uh, based on Frank Miller's graphic novel, uh, came out in 2006, Zack Snyder directing. So this is early Zack Snyder. Before this, Zack Snyder did something... Colin, you let me know the uh, the other day you looked it up, and we were surprised that he had directed something before. The, oh, it was um, the zombie movie. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, the remake yeah. of that. So I think that was before this. It was, um, yeah. Just, for just Snyder. A, few, a year or two, yeah. He had directed and, like a bunch of movies and shorts and things that I have never heard of. Yeah. And then he directed Dawn of the Dead, and then, and then it was this. Yeah, then it was this. So we bring together... Gerard Butler, um, David Wenham, Lena Headley, Dominic West, McNulty from (laughs) The Wire. Um, Some other faces you would definitely recognize throughout the movie. Michael Fassbender uh, makes an early career uh, um, showing here. This is kind of a strange movie for him when you think about his movie since. He's not quite done this level of action. I mean, he did the Marvel stuff, so... But, I mean, when you're playing Magneto, it's not like you have to, uh, you know, be like Stelios fighting people, jumping up, killing and all Too that much, stuff. Yeah. You, you more like just use your mind to like melt people's faces. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you would definitely recognize a lot of the uh, or sorry, some of the faces in here anyway from like a, a Brit movies and, and other things like that. The huge thing about this movie, though, uh, is that it was made for about 70 million dollars and brought in about 450. So to say that this was a blockbuster, um, I think Brent described in the opening is a bit homoerotic at times, like competing with that Top Gun for chiseled men all up in the screen, uh, sweating and killing each other. This movie uh, had a style uh, that was like instantly like zing, zing, zing in our in little eye holes, I think, is was one of the biggest draws to it. The I remember seeing the previews for this and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see that. Um, and uh, at the time when I would have seen it for the first time, I would have probably, I think, morally walked out and been like, cool, <laughs> cool stuff. Uh, what's your guys' history with this movie? I don't remember if I saw it in the theater. 
I, I've watched it like a few times when it came out. I like the action and the look of it, but I always had some issues with it. I wasn't as big of a fan, I think, as most people. Yeah. A little but, more I mean, critical. Didn't just let go and accept the, the violence and the flash of the, the flash I, and I, the sizzle. I just thought it was a little long and boring, I think. Yeah. At times. Because this is a very long movie for, for um, it's two hours? Yeah, it's 117 minutes, so just yeah. under two okay. hours. Okay. I thought it was a little long when I first saw it, yeah. Okay. Mr. Ose. Brent Ose. Oh, Brent Ose. <laughs> Jesus, that's confusing. I've never um, heard of Mr. Ose. No, I saw this in the theater when it came out. And as far as I remember, I loved it, man. This was a... I mean, the first time you see something, you can really be taken with it, right? Like Avatar, like this, like something that really, like like Sin City, do you know what I mean? Like things that kind of yeah. redefine what your experience with like the visual medium is kind of, right? And yeah. so when I saw this, and especially like the cool historical aspect of it, like the Battle of Thermopylae, um, the, you know, all these guys are like great battle scenes. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to fucking fall in love with. So, yeah, I mean, I loved it. But I've probably only seen it maybe three times since it came out. So, yeah, not like something I'd go back to all the time. It's, um, yeah, it, 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 it. Often when I'm like thinking of a movie to watch, it it's not one of the ones that pops to mind. Like I don't, I don't even trying to think of what you even compare a movie like this to. So it's like based on a graphic novel, um, and Frank Miller is like legend for his graphic novels. Graphic novels not something particularly that I'm into, so I wasn't overly familiar with the source material. And I, I don't know, I I didn't, um, I kind of only take movies on their face value right like if something was really good in comic book form and then they made a movie i don't feel i'm like compelled to like it or worship it because it's in the same canon or or whatever the hell i kind of like this is a movie and i'm glad sometimes when i don't know the source material so i can judge it on its own merits um i'd call on i'm pretty sure you don't have a lot of experience with graphic novels brent though maybe a little bit more likely any anything around 300 that you no no pardon me um i i i do like that stuff more but i can't say that i knew about this Mm. um so i didn't really i i when i saw this movie i don't even think i would have known it was a graphic novel to tell you the truth yeah because apparently the the, uh, um zack snyder held pretty pretty close to the source material like a um shot for shot adaptation kind of thing each panel but that's really kind of wise, right? Like, if you want to make a good movie, if you want to direct something really well and like get good shots, yeah, do it like it's a like it's a comic book or a graphic novel, right? Those well, things I, are so appealing, um, like a, in a bunch of the way because of how graphically appealing they are, right? The shots, yeah. <clears throat> so if you can do that, and if you see like a lot of the best movies really frame shit up the same way. And like these big memorable stills that you can kind of like, you know, consolidate in your mind. I I think I would compare this to the new Road Warrior Mad Max uh, movie with uh, uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, uh, Tom uh, Hardy. Yeah, because it has that that surreal look to it. 
Um, and I would obviously, having seen both of them quite recently, I Road War, Mad Max is like 90 minutes long, first of all. So uh, it did that right. Something that I think <laughs> this movie made a mistake. Um, and uh, I mean, I think it's obviously years and years and years later, but with the technology it moved so far for it, but I think Mad Max looks a million times better than this. This yeah. still looks kind of... At times it looks good, but other times it looks cheesy or... It, there's something wrong about it. It looks like some of the images don't look connected. They look... Do you think the it's a result of like the technology at the time? Yeah, it, it may very well be. I mean, once again, looking at Mad Max today, which probably did very similar things to the look of the film. I mean, it's 10 they years used... of technology that are long, yeah. more that were added to the um, look. Well, but this yeah, this movie I've, was this was a ton of green, a blue screen. This yeah. movie and I've Mad heard. Max, I know, was like big, wide open. They shot a lot of like practical. They had those those cars. Oh, everything was practical. I everything was right. so that yeah. that's a big difference in, in how it goes. And like I, I I like a lot of the style that they went for. Like Brent said, like comic book and graphic novels can have these like really um, distinct styles, like the the shadowing and and um, uh, the the you know lens flare, whatever whatever it's going to be, and the colors being so vivid. And a lot of the movies that took comic books and graphic novels um, either went over the top with trying to make it comic booky, which is too literal an interpretation in my mind, or um, they tried to make the comic book in the real world, like Batman Begins. And I don't mind that either because it kind of puts a reality spin, which I think the Avengers and Marvel movies did an okay job of, or actually a good job of blending that together. This one definitely leans more towards surreal um, in how it just leans into the thickness of the grain and the color palette and the de- the desaturization and the heavy shadow work and, and and then like the tons of slow motion. So it leans into it, but it, it just gives it this feel. It's, it's like Baroque. Um, yeah, like for me, it gave it a feel of very confined, like... Um, there wasn't a lot of depth to things, even when it showed expansive camps or big cityscapes. This movie felt very confined to small areas, almost like it was on stages. Um, and yeah, I'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily, because like I don't mind how this movie looks at all. Uh, I like how they leaned into that style, but but something in me is agreeing with what Colin was saying before, where. There's also something about it that that's limiting or something. The is scope and it, it just is it because can, of, there's a lot of close shots. Is there more close shots in this movie than average? There's a lot. Spanning stuff always has that, you know, the the um, the smoke in the background or whatever that they used on the blue screen to. Because I mean, the whole nature of the movie is that you are confined in this little space fighting, right? Yep. And so. If, I mean, if my theory, if my hypothesis is right, they're doing those close shots. Those close shots are contributing to that closed-in feeling. Yeah. If that's the case, I really like it. I may have invented that right out of the uh, ass. Yeah, no, I I disagree. I think what it is, (laughs) and this once again is just an interpretation, (laughs) but I think what it is is it feels that way because they're in a fucking room the size of fucking you know, a closet and everything was fake. And so everything around them is phony. And there's, 
you get a sense of that. You can really feel that there's nothing there. Um, very similar to the Star Wars movies that they tried to do where it was all CG and they didn't use sets. You can feel yeah. the absence of the space. In you a feel weird it in the way, big wide I, shots. There like is a with confusion the, with the grass with or the the wheat and the the cityscape shots. Like it just if that that stuff felt more more fake um, because it was mostly digital and you could tell. But but it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it's that that was taken it out of me. But even those shots. Um, felt confined and I don't think that was intentional to, to go towards what Brent was saying where I'm those, those the shots where they're in the hot gates do feel very confined and enclosed and I and I get that sense of in, you know in, but the tightness. rest of the movie shouldn't feel that way yeah but that those scenes that I was talking yeah where they're marching off should feel like wide like we're going into the wild but instead it feels like we're just gonna go over there off off camera and it's like okay bye uh, wheat fields you know like <laughs> Uh, yeah. it, I don't know. It's it's it definitely stuck out to me this time, and and I maybe it is the the age of this movie because I think you know so much of it does look very appealing. So like Bravo for that. Um, but they won out in in tangible look and feel, but they lost out in overall bringing me along to like big big scaping millions of soldiers armies. You know, I got like maybe hundreds at most. Like, I think this kind of filmmaking for me, someone like me, would be really boring. Um, James Cameron talked about this, too. Like, he's like, I see it in my head, and then I just use the special effects to make it look exactly like it does in my head. The problem I have with those things is that, as as somebody who, like, if I ever wanted to direct, I, I want to go into it with some mystery. Like, I get some actors, I have the script... We get to the location and I've got to figure out how to shoot it. I don't want to know every goddamn frame. I want to like figure it out on the, some of the stuff out on the day. Be surprised. Come that up with some fresh ideas expensive. based on. Yeah. No, no, no. Who's this, giving this, you that fucking chance? It's more independent filmmaking, right? When you get to the location, you use yeah, the if location. You if you don't need any kind of impressive camera shots, if you're just doing like. Yeah, easy steady cam type shit. Yeah, and filming indie shit. But if you got special effects or anything, I mean, that's not possible. No, but that's yeah. the problem with it's these special effects approach. movies. I'm just saying the special Definitely, effects movies yeah. they always feel to me so manufactured that that there there's a, I lose something. I feel like in that. Yeah, but you never felt that way with practical effects back in the day and miniatures and no. all that shit. Did you? Practical effects and stuff are okay. Is that more expensive? Is there a reason why this yes. isn't used? Practical they are more is expensive? more expensive. Yeah. That's why that it's so heavy digital. Even with the huge Even investments miniatures? into the digital medium, it's cheaper. Even with all and the names on the credits easier. of all those yeah, people rolling by, are you telling me that they those people's salaries to do all these crazy special effects are more than the pra- less than the the practical is more. I don't think yeah. so. Actually, yeah, no we would man. Have There'd to be look shops, the right? You have you man, have shops you go to of a people bunch of art colleges with and the staff to do it to do fucking miniatures. They'll do it yeah. for a song and a fucking five million. Here's five million dollars. Do all the effects for the movie three hundred. Here you go. Okay, thank you. That was five of our sixty-five million dollar budget. The others went to actors, everything else, and then boom, we made fucking five hundred million dollars. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly how. So, yeah, it's way cheaper because people have these studios set up. It's not like they're pulling in ad hoc people. It's like you go to ILM or um, or I don't know what the other studios are that do this stuff anymore, but I'm sure we could find that out super easy. And they have teams put together and you, you find the one that does the shit you like. 
This movie apparently utilized 10 different special effects companies um, and post-production lasted for a year. Shooting the movie was 60 days. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so I just crazy. looked something up and it said that both practical and CG are very expensive. The only difference is that you don't have to go out and do the real shit with CG. Just sit in front of a computer and do it. That's the only difference in price. But I think that, that once again, it feels soulish and shitty. Don't get me wrong, not in every movie. Sometimes people pull it out, but I feel you like more than not, the too, too CG heavy to me never is that interesting. Um, I, I get bored of that. I, I would rather see a real car drive off a cliff like and blow up the way it would blow up. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Do you guys? Yeah, you just you guys aside from the wastefulness, to tell you the truth, I'd rather see a less visual uh, splendor and enjoy knowing that there wasn't all that waste. Uh, yeah. However, I'm fine with the waste. Visually, I prefer it every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Sixty percent of the time, true. every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, right. I, I just that's right. It, it's just also there if you know those are real people in costumes um you just to understand like to me that's so impressive that to get all of those people together and all the seamstresses and all of the dress design people and the location that they had to find and there's something to me that's magical about that this fucking computer shit is i find is is kind of lame well i think I it's know. the same type of um you do what you gotta thinking do. that makes Tarantino only want to shoot film. Yeah. yeah. You know, he talks about that. Yeah. There's a yeah. spiritual connection to like tangible media, right? It's why people yeah. still like reading books. Like you're I have a book in my hand every time. Yeah. You're, 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 you're seeing something on the screen that really happened and they just photographed it. That's sure, what's yeah. cool about it. You can make a whole movie with a computer. But, you know, yeah. is that almost feels to me like less impressive. I don't know why. I know they uh, go to school and they work very hard, but it does feel to me less impressive. Yeah, I like when it's used as an accompaniment. I like the practical stuff more myself. And when it's put to good use at times, like um, what's the movie with the prawns? I think that that's one of the I remember that as being one of the more interesting oh, movies. Uh, that nine. Uh, yeah, District, District 9, nine yeah. Line. I remember yeah. that blending effects uh, uh, better than most movies. Um, some of it's not the best stuff, but they did a really good job for what they had, and it's not distracting, right? I don't think yeah. they overused it. Like, who would you guys go for a beer with? You met two guys in a bar, and they both were, wanted to hang out and have beers, and one guy was showed you, like, a video of something he made on his computer, and then the guy beside him showed you a video of him blowing up a car. Uh, like in, a, in like a field. I mean, I think I'm going to the second guy sounds more fun, but the first guy sounds a lot safer. The second guy safer. Yeah, like he, he is might, safer, but that's less. I might fun. get blown up. Was there <laughs> the someone? Was the was the last woman. guy that he saw the video? Is the guy that we saw in the car? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, he's got chloroform down his pocket. I think I'm having a beer with the blow up the car guy. I don't know. Maybe that car guy is actually Leonidas, king of the Sparta, who one day gets approached by an emissary of Xerxes, uh, who says basically surrender, and uh, Leonidas kicks his ass down a hole, 
and they kill a bunch of the emissary men and then Xerxes comes to take Sparta and they say fuck no this is that movie uh, along the way Leonidas takes 300 men to fight uh, well <laughs> he's supposed to fight uh, in this very confined space but they see fit they're like extend out a lot and it works for them for a couple of days until they're um, betrayed by Quasimodo so 300 the movie will they defend and save lives or will King Leonidas go down in a blaze of arrow glory no he dies but uh, they win at the end because this movie starts one year after the fact as they're charging the field and they are going to kick Xerxes butt and all his immortals and everyone else and uh, elephants and rhinos and then freakish people that don't really exist as this movie blazes back and forth with reality and flashy other stuff um so this flick is almost two hours long uh everyone's coming into this movie to see the fights the battles whatever right so i want to see all that shit and i don't really want to see the politics like, I guess we didn't learn from Star Wars. The Trade Council does not allow this. Like, show me the Jedis, right? Um, so this movie has some pacing issues in my mind. I'll start the discussion by saying, because I just, I want to, even the downtime with Leonidas is is only okay. I want it, this movie is all about the killing and stabbing and doing the stuff. So yeah. let's get to that quickly and then let us not come back to town so much to see Lena Headley give it up to McNulty. I mean, that's fine. I'll see yeah. that. Okay, cool. But then nothing else. Yep. Yep, we agree. Okay, we're out. Thank you. This was a fun one. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so this movie I, I think could have lost some substantial time. Um, yeah. yeah, even on the front end when they're showing like uh, th- what I actually the, the real life story behind Leonidas is that he was not heir to the throne. I think he was third in his line, and so because of that, he was sent off to that crazy soldier training thing that we see the montage of at the start king's heirs don't usually or did not usually do that so when one brother was something happened to him and then another brother ran away insane whatever leonidas came up stepped up and was actually like a soldier king like very few others before him so that's actually neat uh, piece of information did we need all that stuff at the front end of this movie though when we pretty much learn right away the respect leonidas gets from his people and that he's a fucking badass motherfucker so there's a possibility to not to not get into some of that stuff. Ne- neat as it might be. Just want to yeah. cut down some time, you know? All the licky face guys and the carnia, like all that stuff, very weird. Uh, he's got to climb a crazy mountain every time he wants to go up and chat with those leprous motherfuckers and they just lick young women all day and take money. What do they do with the money? What the fuck do they do with the money? To just buy more? I've, <laughs> I have no idea. Does anybody like know, in, does anybody feel like they could relate to anybody in this fucking movie? Well, because so I didn't relate to Leonidas at all. Like no, Leonidas. I guess I feel like I'm a Leonidas type. 
here's the thing with this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This movie That's has to fair. combat with some things, right? Which is yeah. Spartan culture at the time, and this movie holds true to it. So that's why I think they open with the we throw babies into pits. And we can't say I love you. We just can't. It's not our way. But he loves her. Trust me. But he can't say it. Right? There's a whole bunch of that baked into this movie. So, no, I can't relate with the people. But I think it's explained over top of using the story of the voiceover, the guy telling the story of what happened to the guy, to the soldiers to rile him up. Right? That's the voiceover in this, which is not the worst use of voiceover I've ever seen in a movie before. I think we can agree. Maybe it was slightly excessive, but if he's telling a story, I don't know. Some of it was a little, I don't know. This movie goes also for a a movie that is about like murder and let's like kill and have these crazy battles. There's so much thickness of the honor and I love you, my love. And Oh, this movie is riddled. He's gonna die and roar. This, this movie is riddled with cliches, and like <laughs> they add, they don't add anything new to the cliches. Find they a historical just, drama not dripping with cliche. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, like, write another story. It's just I find it not. I just don't find it interesting. Like, we don't like need take, that shit. You don't need the love story and the fucking politics and the battle. No, yeah. you just need the battle. That's yeah, all we should have stuck with just the well, battle. I mean, it doesn't need the all. Yeah. But well, yeah, I guess you can, you, have, you can have all the interpersonal shit and everything during that battle. That there's downtime that stuff between him and his men. Yeah, like why not show us some? Why not show us some camaraderie while they're building the wall of people? Right? Yeah, we want to see that, and then maybe some like romance there by some men bumming each other behind the dead body pile because mm. that was do. happening. Yeah. Oh, for they, sure. Everybody Those guys brought two things. Spears and lube. Spears. <laughs> they got spears. spears and spears. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh <laughs> So um, Yeah, you should have you should have cut everything out <laughs> and followed Leonidas and uh you don't see anybody else without Leonidas. Maybe no, nobody. You just follow him. He's everything's through Leonidas's eyes. Get rid of all yeah. that politics and wife shit. It was all very boring. Even like him like coming on to her and raping her and stuff. I was yawning. Like it's because of the way they make it. It's like a bad play. Yeah. They, the, the writing and the directing and the acting and the, and the setup and everything and the way that they do it. It's like a big bad play. We're just going through the motions. It felt like, like we have to go play. back here, and he's got to, she's got to be like challenged and betray, and we have to keep the the, the stress going. Because like for the first more than Is half she allowed of the movie, to stab senators and just like stab them. I know that they found out because he happened to be carrying convenient. all his bribe gold to to the. Uh, city council or whatever when he's we were like oh this man is going to carry all this gold on me when the we were watching gold. this I knew he was going to get stabbed and as he was standing up to go say his piece I was like I better not let this gold jingle in my pocket clink 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 right because he fucking had like a hundred gold pieces in his bladder area where she stabbed him or in the dingus yeah, but what's but what's going on with like so you can't like you wouldn't think you'd be able to get away with doing that like, before they found out he was traitorous, like, wouldn't she have gotten killed for killing him? Like, did no one try to stop her? I don't know. Wasn't he, like, a city official or something? You couldn't get away with that today. There, There's a <laughs> lot baked in in this she movie about... Then. 
about like women and their their like power and worth and they like, don't have security in one sense it seems like <laughs> mcnulty is the old guard he's like my little whore i can say whatever i want because i'm a man and she's like not that way and they're like spartan women are not to be trifled with so there's all that going kind of in the undercurrents of this as well but but like they're like the senate or something in rome did they really yeah. like have like no one protecting them? Like all the most and people part and people get together like in one's place, and then it's they're the like, queen. Yeah. Pe- people can do? walk yeah, in and stab the them. Yeah, I know, it's but when she queen. thrust the sword through his beggar off the street, and when she, she grabbed it off a guard. Yeah, sword. she grabbed it off a guard and thrust it through his stomach, and nobody moved. No one tried to stop her. No one pulled her Who's off. Who's stopping to save like, McNutty? Well, they did stop her the first time when she lunged at him just to punch him, but then yeah, it was but then she was Who's like, stopping someone hands twice? This. Yeah, no, she's like, let her go. He is kind of a piece of shit. And then when now the gold, she, now that she stabbed him, let her do it. He bled gold. There was no blood. He just shit gold, and that was it. It's like a video game. She defeated him, and then she got all the coins popped so, out. Bling, 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 okay, bling, like bling, tell me this, yeah. right? So <laughs> McNulty was just going to carry around Xerxes stamped gold pieces. Where is he going to spend them in Sparta? Like, was he just pocketing them till later? Is he he definitely would have sure, melted yeah. that shit down and made well, those would be good almost anywhere pieces. else in the world, right? Yeah, at that time. Yep. And but you have um, to leave though. Yeah, but probably he's going to fucking do that anyways. Why does he want to stay? Yeah, he was place? probably going to bail because they were attacking. That yeah, go somewhere where the fucking slavery and uh, murder has slowed down, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> A city less in peril, maybe. So, yeah, he might have left, but maybe also uh, maybe he was waiting, biding his time for when they came. I think like his move was obviously for Xerxes to come in, so... Yeah. I mean, how long till he can spend that shit anyways? I guess. I guess. um, And we, like, learn right away that McNulty's on the take because he's, like, there right after Leonidas is with the thing. So there's no mystery that he's a piece of shit. Uh, And, you know, he's going to betray her. And, yeah, so all the stuff outside the fighting is bullshit. All the fighting stuff is fucking awesome. There's, like... Yeah. It's pretty That's great. True. Like yeah. it, the fighting is really good. There's a there's some some things with it that I find myself not going along with as much. Brent and I and I think Colin as well. We're like, what the fuck? They keep coming out of this little hole. They're supposed to be stuffed into like sausages, and like spreading out and walking twenty feet ahead of the men and engaging in single spear combat. Like I know you're badass warriors, but. That's a little reckless. And then that the, the captain's happened, son, right? the captain's son who gets killed because he's just not looking when there's a lone horseman Young riding Kanye? and no other Spartan does anything and his head gets chopped off. I thought that was this. That guy took Lamest. down a rhino at that a full so lame. And he threw it in its eye and then it died at his feet. And then he's like, I'm just going to like look the other way and like I fuck my dad a bit more. Yeah, that guy was always going to be dead since the beginning. He was just too beautiful. He's one of those guys, you know. My son. He's got like the gleam in his eye. Yeah, my son. It was was so cheesy, though. Like the person who came running in, it it was like the lamest murder ever. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to look at my son now and my son's going to look at me. Oh no, a white rider just comes out of the blue out of nowhere with an axe and kills my son. It was so stupid. It's funny when you think about what that really is. That's a father and a son just killing people, slaughtering people left, right, and center. Yeah. And then at the end, one of them kills an animal and then they lovingly look at each other. Yeah. Look at all the death and murder around us. 
I sure do love you. There's so many moments in this when the Spartan soldiers are given one word commands and they instantly respond, right? Like, recover or left, broom, behind us, broom. They're all like on it, right? This guy is trying to be like, oh, no, watch out. And the son's like, huh? Why wouldn't he be like, roll left, like move, duck, anything, anything. Then he went, the father goes crazy, right? And what does he do? He goes crazy, kills a bunch of more soldiers. Like, those guys were picking up a body. I don't know why they were being so reckless doing whatever they were doing when an attack follows immediately. And they're once again spread out, no armor, no shields. How did that guy sneak up? It was a dust cloud or something there, right? But then there's a big attack, and another 30 guys come, and they have to pull the captain away, like, because he just kills too many and screams through the night. But they only do the plan. terrifying. They only do the plan once, and uh, and then they they completely abandon the plan. Yeah. So like, it doesn't make any sense anymore that they're able and then they to get stop killed. the soldiers. Yeah, they stack well, no, bodies. The goat, well, the goat trail gets revealed, so well, then that, they lose they lose that. That's when they just give up, though, and instead of like moving back to any other defensive position or even going back to the main city, I guess they know they can't hold up once Xerxes gets through the hot gates, but. For some reason, after Xerxes kills him, he, they don't go through the hot gates. They just hang out, and then the Spartans assemble and kill them. Apparently, at the end, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was for for the little bit of action that's in this, which I don't think there's much. This is like the Spider-Man movies, where the movie's two hours long, but he's only Spider-Man for like fifteen minutes. So the rest of the time, I have to watch him as shitty Peter Parker and like talking to his aunt <laughs> and stuff, and I get fifteen minutes of Spider-Man. That's what this felt like to me. We got like 15 minutes of good fighting and 45 minutes of schlock. That's hilarious. That's not a bad split for how it felt to me as well. It was very boring. This is a very boring movie. Like if you watch the trailer, you wouldn't assume so. Because they put all of the fight scenes in the trailer. (laughs) You don't even have to go watch the trailer instead of watching this movie. (laughs) The stuff this movie does well, this movie does really well. Like... Like, I like the look and feel at cinematography. Like, even though it can, feels confined, overall, I appreciate the look and feel. It doesn't detract from the movie. It's just, think of this next to Gladiator, right? The wheat fields can't, I can't help but make the, 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 the comparison. That movie felt fucking spanning. Even, even the opening battle in the forest? Yeah. Felt huge. Yeah. Nothing in this feels like that. Yeah, nothing so so point. that that's what kind of stuck out um but it's it's like it's really hard for me in this because the stuff that i i think the graphic novel would be the most famous for would be the fighting itself and like some of the interpersonal stuff there and that's definitely the coolest and best part of this movie like i, I don't know why this other stuff has to be inserted in the way it was like this is not an epic this is a fucking action ripper like 90 minutes let's get in and fucking kill a whole bunch of spartans or or, or uh, Persians, and then let's fucking get out of here. I, I I'm not a fan of this 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 type of storytelling too. Like this, we we did um, we did Gladiator and did not hold up because yeah. it's got a lot of this bad shit, the same bad shit in it as this. Yeah, disclaimer. And, um, I did not there, do that episode. Yeah, we we did it with Paul. Um, uh, and then what we was, what's the that. one? What we should definitely revisit it. And then right, what was yeah, the like, movie with the ship where they go uh, and Master there's Paris and, and 
Master and Commander, yeah. No, I'm, well, oh. no, that's a good movie. But yeah. no, it's um, shoot, uh, it's with Orlando Bloom and uh, oh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it's the one where it's like back in Roman Kingdom Tons. of Heaven. Uh, what is the Lord of the Rings? No, no. What about the Crusades? Yeah, it was about no, Kingdom of Heaven. No, it wasn't the Crusades. Forget it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's this style of movie. This same. Oh, Brad Pitt's in it, and Brad Pitt play, plays Leonidas. Troy, or whatever. Troy. 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 Thank you. God, that movie. So I is hate Troy. Fucking trash. To me, once again, this reminds me of Troy. It's just all about like incest and relationships. Yeah. relationships. But there's no characterization. It's just this all hotter, cliche. But Troy is feels bigger. And yeah. like more realistic, but worse, and more more <laughs> oh, authentic. Troy, yeah, Troy's bad, but it felt more authentic. At least, yeah, in the sense definitely. of place, yeah. no, right? Yeah, in that but, movie, but, everybody was normal with like Brad Pitt and a few other characters standing out. In this movie, it's like a freak show across the board. But it's yeah, the it stories, Brad Pitt right? And the Hulk. What's his yeah. name? Uh, Eric Bana. 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 Yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. the problem is that these stories are so boring and cliche that they're not. Like, look at Rome, the HBO TV show Rome. It is very similar to this, but it is good because the characterization and the writing is way, way, way better than these shitty movies. Rome is excellent. I yeah. care about the characters in Rome. Well, like, like I want them and, to survive. And Polo oh. just died, so let's give a big... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that that's right. Shit. Which sucks because we just watched uh, the, other the other guys. And he was and awesome. And we were specifically talking about how much we fucking loved yeah. him. And then yeah, our praise killed him. He was great in that. Like, he was my favorite character. Once again, I don't have any characters in the movies I'm describing, including 300. I don't have any characters I really like or give a fuck about. Uh, it's, they're all it's, just they're just all drama. It's all just drama. I mean, it's it's you're supposed to cheer for them just by merit of their principles. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which yeah. I do. But I mean, you're not wrong that you could give me something more, right? Well, like Rome did. Rome did an excellent job of of establishing the characters so they weren't just the, their cliche of being a queen or something. So I'm going to that's, act like a queen and I'm a queen now. That's the thing. Yeah, this movie doesn't take well it doesn't it shouldn't either i guess but like the depth to to set that up this is just like this is a rome-like place queen's rule there's a senate these guys that, are taking money bad it's like okay i get where we're <laughs> they're, at they're corrupt i know so it's that's up. that's exactly the problem i think john and you just nailed it is it's the narrator yeah like think about when leonidas goes to see xerxes right yeah and he's there that might be a tense moment right alleviate a little of Colin's boredom you might yeah. say right yeah. but instead right at the beginning the narrator goes Xerxes would never dare kill Leonidas because then everyone would come to war right yeah and so you're like well why did you fucking tell me that now I'm just watching two chaps have a fucking uh back you know, a little <laughs> yeah a little back rub. <laughs> I like you a lot Leonidas <laughs> can I touch you back I was trying to do his weird pituitary <laughs> thing. Yeah. And I can't do it. You got to kill him there. He could have easily like fucking stabbed that guy there. Uh, yeah. yeah. He would have fucked him up. I mean, think of how many of his men instantly are like, thank you. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> thank like, you imagine. so much. Yeah. Maybe not the immortals because they're like, oh, we're not cool anymore. 
We're now not the cool <laughs> yeah, maybe. kids. Yeah, what did you think of all that? That was all very confusing, too. Because this movie felt like everyone was humans. The, the big, huge guy, which is another thing I wanted to discuss. So Xerxes, is that his name? The enemy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like what's going on with him? Because everybody else seemed like they're normal size, but he clearly He's usually was not. at the club on Saturdays, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, he was supposed to be kind of a larger than life kind of guy. So But he's he's double the size of like everybody, wasn't he's he? Like, yeah, uh, he'd be I like, like six though, eight, man. six ten. Like that's th- I thought that was fine. He wasn't too freakishly big. Like the guy with the bone saw arms. That's a little bit more crazy for me. And the other fucking Let's guy, go, yeah. the other growling, drooling, fucking big guy. I mean, he was at least huge. But well, I don't know why this. Uh, it's a graphic novel, Xerxes right? So was like eight feet it's, tall. Xerxes it's a graphic novel, and it's trying to blend some of this reality with some shit. of the style. But I don't understand. Like all the immortals looked like beasts and growled like beasts, and it's all like angry beasts attacking. Was that like metaphor or? Was there trying? But I don't know if there's any history of that they all had to melt their faces so they could wear the mask, or they wore the mask so much that this human maybe stank the face was them. was melted onto their face, and then when their face like came into that shape, they could take it off. I don't know. Do, the, do, the immortals are getting found out the second they have to camp beside all those fucking slave warriors, right? Yeah, and they hear like somebody have a bad night digestion wise. Like those guys, <laughs> that's immortal. It's got the fucking shits, right? Those guys didn't even bother me as Exposed. much as the, the Xerxes thing. I think the Xerxes thing should have been like a guy who like looked like he should have been a basketball player. But not like he was oh. like 10 feet tall. Why, Colin? He was called a god king. Because he know. was like, like, if he was like 6'7 or like 6'9, that'd be okay. But he was no like fucking reasons. 10 feet tall. He looked like when he was born, he killed his mother and his father. During childbirth, <laughs> <laughs> see that uh, shit works. Do you guys ripped his mom's <laughs> vagina from clit to her father? <laughs> oh my god! He shot you guys out of hear thing and landed blowing? on his father and crushed him. I do want to hear jo- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Do you guys want to hear mind Shot crack? out like a cannon. Uh, yes, Red- I do. Rodrigo Santoro, the guy who played King Xerxes. Do you know who he is as an actor? Think of no. the movie. Uh, he's the guy from The Wire. Love Actually. Uh, no, and yeah. The Office Love Romance. Love Actually. It's What's her name who is in um, the Ozark? Uh, Ozark. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Her what's her romance? name? I can't remember her name. Yeah. The, it's the guy she's romance. in love with? Yeah. The, the, uh, the uh, Brazilian looking guy who when she gets back and he takes his shirt off, he's fucking cut. That's fucking yeah. the actor playing Xerxes. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. You wouldn't have thought it. Now no, you can't did he get any work after it. that. <laughs> uh, no, just love actually, and then he did this, and that's then he did the next uh, three hundred. Xerxes movie. is a white guy. He's Brazilian. Wasn't he? Sounds quite like Persian, black Brazilian, in the movie? Persian, close. You know, wasn't he? What did they, did they CG black quite black in the movie? No, he was like almost painted gold. He was definitely bronze. Uh, he looked more gold though. He had a lot of makeup He's on. Shiny. Too much eye makeup. I like skank. Skank. <laughs> you shoot too much, Marty. You shoot too you much, shoot Marty. Too much. Um. <laughs> I don't know. What else can we say about Three Hundred? The movie. Maybe we should start to wind her down. Unless yeah, anyone has a, a like, great what else, idea. <laughs> what about the music? Music I thought was on point, like very intense and like over the top for sure. 
I, I honestly can't recall the music. It's set the I epic thought the stage. music was was good when they were fighting, but I think the rest of the movie was melodramatic and it made the movie more melodramatic. Like when she would stab him to be like, <laughs> like it's so it's so thick with it wants to, to be something. Um but it's so ineffective in the way that it does it. Should this like have been Maybe would it have been better if they had gone like more a John Wick route? Like we're just straight action here with very little filler in the middle. That's just, I mean, that's just one option that I think you can go, but you need to lean into whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is that if you take out that shit at the beginning, if you take out all the filler, just keep the killer. Yeah. This movie becomes like pretty snappy. Yeah, because yeah. Ephialtes is kind of becomes a bit of the villain. Xerxes is a bit of the villain. So, like, they get up and over on them. Like, I'm sure that through the voiceover and some of the discussion amongst the shoulders, we'd, soldiers, we'd figure out why we're here and what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know. You could have, like, a, um, a yeah, Leonidas has a minutes. dream on the first night about his wife who's like, come back on your shield and not at all. And it's like, and he wakes up and he's like, oh, fuck yeah. Fucking get me a beer, cunts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I went over the top. Leonidas is a pretty crazy guy. No, I like your uh, Scottish Leonidas. (laughs) Leonidas. We did even talk about the, uh, the elephant in the room, which was that the guy that found the goat trail. I, what was his name oh. again? Was he he was a golem or he was uh someone his else said something was, else? Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the uh, sex scenes with him where he's like goes into the tent and everyone's like gnashing on each other? All the women are like going at each other and and he's like, look, look what you could have if you would just come with us. The women will love you. <laughs> that stuff was that, crazy. Uh, that episode, as far as being arousing, <laughs> is two steps forward, one step back, I think. Yeah. 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 It really is. Um, yeah, lots of nice. They were rubbing his hump and stuff. Like, there's all that, kinds, yeah. all Those kinds girls of didn't even make a face. They are yeah. either paid extremely well. Yep. Or drugs. Secretly have terrible eyesight. Yeah, super drunk. He, when the, he hires the beer them. goggles of beer goggles when or hi- super afraid. When he hires those ladies of the night, he must be like, now listen, we get a lower class of people here, a lot of freaks, but I'll pay you well, so just fuck everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> Leonidas gets the best of the best, we get the leftover trash, just deal with it, okay? Yeah. Get That's your how you weird run. dick where it goes it, when it gets there. If he's... Yeah, how do we not if, talk about this? I'm glad we stopped and talked. If about he this. is so has so many men, how the fuck do they not find the goat path? Like, can't you just send out like, let's say, oh, I don't know, ten thousand scouts they, go in they packs did of call five? It the secret they call you, it the secret goat path. You just can't find the goat path. You can't find secret. it. I don't know. Maybe like, it's you behind some people. bushes, and you don't know. You got to go through the bush, and then you're like, oh, there's a path here. Yeah. Well, it was a skinny path, path, so maybe they were like, "We surely can't take a skinny path. We're like a billion people." It's like um, Star Wars when they sent out all the probes, like just thousands of probes, until they found it. It would be like, "Yeah, that's the one. That's it." Yeah. Yeah. Secret Wiser pleasures. to send probes than 
for uh, Han to go out in an ice world yep. that nothing, not even the creatures that are from the ice world can survive in. <laughs> and you can still Better survive go check it out. in their gut somehow. <laughs> their guts don't freeze. Their guts are so hot. Yeah, hot guts. Fuck you, Star They Wars. run hot. They run hot. John, um, in that movie, in that movie uh, Your Highness, what does that guy say? Secret pleasures? Oh, playful secrets. No, playful, playful secrets. Playful secrets. <laughs> playful secrets. <laughs> That's you. one of the funniest scenes in that movie. It is. Um, here's my playful secret. I'm going to bring this home. Ooh. Do it. I don't think it holds up. Uh, I'm a guy. I like. Go on. I like uh, muscles, sweat, blood, tears. <laughs> little bit of vomit mixed in that's my jam so so much of this movie appeals to me i'm the target audience in part and uh the shit that hits hits what can i say but the shit that don't hit takes up a third of this movie at least and i can't be dealing with that shit every time i love lena headley i think she did great in game of thrones until season eight uh and then but that wasn't her fault and she like she can do that stern face queen who commands attention shit like that I just don't want to see you in this I'm sorry I'm sorry just fight just fight and stab and thrust and push them <laughs> off cliffs and fight donkeys I don't care donkey show go back in there senate Ooh. fuck the senate right next movie, movie I see it does get interesting with a donkey show it does yeah Zach so Schneider like next is- always been a bad writer too and that's a huge problem so that's yeah uh, this was written by th- well screenplay by three people um, and fr- I'm sure Frank Miller had a lot of weight in. I don't know. Maybe if they decided to make this a panel for panel remake, that's where it went wrong. A- a- adaptations are fucking hard. But that's like the mo- the biggest thing where you and whoever the original person is, you got to kill the darlings to fucking get to a movie that makes sense. And I don't know why they just decided to include all this extra bullshit. Just show me the killing. This movie still would have killed at the box office. It would have been way cheaper to make. Uh, and there it would have been. So kind of disappointing to watch. Uh, you can watch it, though. If you've never seen it, you got to check it out. The effects, the way it looks, really cool. Uh, fight scenes, like I said, there's two-thirds of it that's pretty good. It's just that other that other shit drags it into the hole of does not hold up for me. Yeah. On to the next of you. Who's going to grab it? Uh, Colin had started already talking. I, so I was just well. going to say that that Jacques, uh, Zack Snyder and I think a couple of other filmmakers of his generation, I feel like come from a, a, a school of writing where they 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 didn't they didn't uh, learn about writing. They just like made shit, wrote stuff and made shit. And then because of technology becoming easier and stuff, they made some cool shit. And they people were like you're a really good visionary and and you you should be a director like you come direct here come direct this movie but like their writing is so terrible and all of jack zach schneider's stuff like all of the dc stuff is the worst it's like his batman or his superman whatever thing is like four hours long like these are people who have no respect for writing they just want to like do visual (laughs) visually cool shit for four hours and make me watch it and uh, that's what he did with this one, and uh, it it's and it's not the writing sucks in you this get, movie. You sound angry because I, I spent two hours watching this piece of shit. 
This movie is to me is kind of garbage, but uh, I do you I don't even like much. the action stuff? Even by the time it gets to the action and stuff, like it's like still kind of boring. Yeah. Once again, I know it's all blue screen, and you, no one's being hurt. I don't know. It just just it's just something faux about it. It doesn't oh, hold up. <laughs> I said it was trash. I thought that uh, that's you got the point across, but it doesn't. It you doesn't hold up for words. me. You yeah. have to say the words. Yeah. Um, well, I always forget. I I will say that it does not hold up, and I say that having like halfway through the movie, I was like, "This can all be okay because the movie will be, you know, solid." But it never brought it home. And there's a lot of stuff that doesn't really make sense um, in the way that they did this. So I am not going to say it holds up. I'm going to say that it doesn't hold up. Your girlfriend fell asleep about 15 minutes in. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't (laughs) matter. Never woke up again. Any movie. I don't know. I bet you if we watched Big Lebowski, she'd have been right into it. No, you're full of shit. She she sleeps we'll through the movie. She's a, yeah, she's yeah, that'd be a, funny if we switch the movie and all of a sudden she wakes up. Huh? Who was this? <laughs> yeah, no, she's mildly allergic to movies. I think they put her right to sleep. To That's fair. Well, but I was. I think we were all bored. I think we just chit chatted. Like we didn't even really pay that much attention to this because it was so lame. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that faux show. Let's not do any more Jack <laughs> Schneider. Let's not do uh, him. Yeah. Well, there's nothing else in his reptile except for Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I think you I know, I'm sorry. I'd be in, more interested in seeing that movie. Yeah, because yeah, I bet you that's his best movie. I bet you too. I simple wonder. story. Yeah. Yeah. It's very simple. It's got story. it's got characters that are developed. Yeah. yeah. Like imagine imagine the storyline between Ving Rames and the gun owner, uh the gun shop owner across the the street from the yeah. mall. Yeah. That's right. And they're like holding up the signs and they like develop a real friendship, man. Yeah. Like that movie has moments, right? This movie is supposed to have moments, but everything is shallowed and cheapened, I think, by the gloss that they're trying to like facilitate with the graphic novel stuff like use the shots of the graphic novel but for a video medium i think you need to write this more um like a movie right there's a reason why like comic scripts are different than movie scripts right yeah no that's fair that's a fair assessment yeah yep so i don't know that is all she wrote on 300, folks. What's 300 next, reasons Johnny? to not watch this movie. Well, next week, we're going to come back at you with something a little bit different, a little bit older, a little bit more Obi-Wan Kenobi with Sir Alex, uh, not Alex Winters. <laughs> no, no that would he's be, not Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> no, that's, that's uh, Bill. That's Bill. From Bill and Ted. Uh, anyway, we're gonna do bridge the bridge on the River Kwai. Uh, war epic. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to to checking it out. I haven't seen it in like 
forever and maybe not the whole way through. Maybe just saw an old timey TV channels when the satellite dish days way back when. Um, and don't forget that we're going to follow that one up with Enemy at the Gates and then end this month off with Seven Samurai. So Woo. fun stuff. Got some fun, strange stuff coming at the you. Sequel to Six Samurai. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I hear One Samurai was really interesting to get it all started. It was, yeah. It was and Samurai like Baby. Bond epic. That was made years later. Yeah. 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 The, the sequel to Samurai Spawn. <laughs> sperm. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Well, appreciate everyone coming up for this one. Tell us what you think of 300 if you think we're full of it or not. Um, but really, can you justify the Senate and all that other bullshit? No, you probably can't. So, Bridge on the River, River Kauai will be at you next week. Get that into your eye holes before the show especially if you ain't seen it because we're going to ruin some stuff. Uh, will the movie ruin us, though? That is yet to be seen. So we will see you next time. Thanks for coming for this one. Until we see you, as always, folks, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.